the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867 or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping uh, at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and Landscaping and Nursery. Uh, and in just a few moments, you'll hear the terror train come chugging by and that little hoo-hoo whistle as it goes by. That's uh, today till some 12 to noon for kids uh, 5 through 12. But Millburgers has got um, lots of things happening here. Uh, they've got the maze uh, front for the kids and the pumpkin patch. And the pumpkin patch is beautiful, and folks are buying pumpkins. They recognize the fact that Millburgers has beautiful pumpkins out here, and they are buying, uh, especially the little guys. If you're looking for a treat for a child or grandchild, those little pumpkins, uh, I have yet to see. I can, I can, I'll can. give you an idea. I'm looking to my left right now. There's a guy with a, a, uh, a cart going out. He's got two big, huge pumpkins in it, and in it, and he's got his wife and his small child they're there too and he's got the little baby pumpkin so uh he is uh the little baby pumpkins are popular with the kids let's see here's another family let's see if they have one they don't have one why don't they have one? Oh well but uh just, are we hooked up we are hooked up yep you should be able to hear us no okay um, now you should be able to hear us can you hear us now Okay. Well, I'm not sure. We'll kind of have to test it. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. Uh, and uh, let's see. So you just had a question. That was weird, and then we'll uh, I'll see if I can help Calvin with his, uh, his uh, headphones. All right. I mean, ran out of battery. I usually charge it overnight, but I guess I was too tired to do my regular uh, routine uh, last night. But uh, so my phone died, and that lady brought in the pictures and movies, and I mean, videos and wow. individual pictures of something that's uh, burring out holes in her lawn. And I'm talking about you know, you think of things like uh, uh, June bugs and you think of things like uh, uh, cicada killer wasp that usually dig in 
in, in soft ground and uh, uh, some things like that, but uh, not this thick. I've never yeah, seen you were, that thick. Yeah, you were pretty confident until she <laughs> showed me those yeah, pictures. And a typical um, uh, <laughs> smart, what's a word that might follow smart? Alec. Alec might follow smart. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jerry said, he was talking to her, and he's like, Oh, you don't, you know, you don't have to worry about yeah. it. Just, you know, you kind of made a snide comment. They're help. They're aerating your lawn, uh. and, and I will paraphrase what you said. And she said, she said, he said, did you want to get rid of them? She goes, you know, and why? They're not doing any harm. She said, well, they make my yard look horrible. Then she showed him this picture in the Jerry, backyard. The backyard, yeah. And Jerry kind of went silent, and all you heard was. Dang. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Were they individual holes? Yeah. Or? Individual holes where something had dug out an error in the lawn. I mean, you know, you first think of armadillos. Not, oh, it so it was, it was not cicada killers. Well, I mentioned that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I mentioned that, but uh, I've never seen cicada killers. They're pretty neat. I mean, yeah. They, yeah, their their holes are kind of yeah, you know, not piles of dirt and everything, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, the backyard there were literally hundreds of those holes huh. in close proximity. So I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, so you, I sent them to the ext- extension to Molly. Molly. Yeah, Molly. To Molly. Yeah, I can hear her cussing us now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, she's 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 but used I'm, to cussing us. I've never <laughs> I've never seen that, and uh, I don't know what that is. So I hope uh, hope the lady will get back in touch with us or Molly. Will yeah. Well, you should, I, I don't. You didn't ask her, but that would have been good to ask her to tell us what when she found out what it was. So I was going to give her the. Telephone, give her the telephone number. Yeah. Oh, and you didn't have your phone. Well, I got my phone, but the battery's down. Oh. I didn't charge it overnight. Oh, you should have asked me to, to look it up. I didn't know you. Well, you were busy with Calvin. Okay. <laughs> with, anyway. And I, we, we managed to solve that problem. <laughs> so, yeah. I was... Uh, I was looking over uh, Calvin's article in yesterday's paper. Right. And that beautiful, beautiful picture. Of the zinnias? Of the zinnias on the front on yesterday's paper. Yeah. Neil Sperry. Beautiful color and, and Neil knows how to take pictures. We need to find out if Neil uses his phone or a camera still. What, well, what is he using? The word is. What is oh, what's the word? Uh, he all, Of course, he always used to use his camera. Right. His camera, which all of us did. Even Dr. Lineberger, uh, ex- uh, the recently retired department this, head of A&M. But this has changed. And uh, now they're all using their phones. Yeah, isn't it amazing? And Neil's, Neil's using his phone, too. But I don't, oh, is he? Okay, so Neil is... Uh, that picture with his phone or not, but that, that's a pretty close-up picture. So I imagine... Uh, 
you took that with a, a real camera, as I refer to. Honestly, it's surprising. <laughs> it, uh, the, the phone has become a real camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and each edition gets better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm still old school. I'm I'm going back to the, the snobbery of an, an SLR camera with there film in it. There you go. But you can't get the film developed. No, you can't get the film developed. And honestly, you can't buy the film. You could take, you know, you could easily go, okay, I got to get this just right, just right, just right. Yeah. Your phone, I take 20 shots. Who cares if I only get one of the 20? Right. I just delete 19 and I'm happy. And take and it to a. They got wonderful color and. Uh, uh, <laughs> wonderful color and uh, they're. they're Almost as good as the big cap. But there we go. Still like the big cap. Trace. I had to put my ears on. Okay, put your ears on, Trace. Trace is on the porch with us. Yeah. I we'll was, see. <laughs> I was going to mention. Now, I've been seeing. There you go. You're talking to Trace, so you turn away from the mic. And that mic, what it does is it takes. You're lucky I can't slap you. That mic takes your voice and then it gives it to our broadcast audience. Our radio audience can hear you when you speak into the mic. He's going to hit me later, isn't he? Uh, (laughs) All all I can think is common sense. Uh, When I find my car tire was slashed. Take this. It's the Aggie in him. Oh, okay. Anyway, and, and there's a good example. Example of uh, right there, uh, the pumpkins or the pump, uh, two yeah. pumpkins in a in a wagon. They're big pumpkins. So I had a lady uh, this morning, and she was holding on the stem. I explained. She said, "Oh, I know, but I, I don't know." I, so uh, before it was all said and done, we were great friends, and she had two <laughs> full carts of pumpkins. Okay. Oh, good. And she washed her hands so she could get the thorns out. <laughs> oh, ow. Ooh. Hanging on those stems can be kind of dangerous. It's bad know. for the pumpkin and it's yeah. certainly bad for their hands. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you said that she had two deals of pumpkin? Two cartfuls. Oh, okay. Maybe that's the one Of course, one I did I volunteer to go get her the second cart because the first one was overflowing. <laughs> that... Uh, that may have been the lady I saw out in the parking lot, but it, it was she. Uh, this is at least an hour ago. You been here an hour? Uh, no. Okay, then no. Well, there was <laughs> there was a similar situation like that in the parking lot uh, when I was walking in, and that lady, I, I'm pretty sure they were her grandchildren, two or three grandchildren following behind her, pushing a cart uh, with a top layer and the bottom uh, shelves absolutely full of pumpkin different size pumpkin and not a not a empty space mm-hmm. was had to put another pumpkin on that and we should have offered her another cart she might have kept on going <laughs> i think that the, i was uh, opening the show uh, and talking about <laughs> You know, if, if they have a little kid here with them, yeah. you know, I've only seen one group that didn't do it so far. <laughs> if they have a little kid with them, they've got pumpkins, plants, and they've got one little bit of baby pumpkin on there. I, I planned for that. Is that right? Yeah. But they like them. It's a nice little... strategically located. Yeah. Well, the kids get a nice little choice or something that they have ownership of. Well, the neat thing about it is he's got pumpkins for all ages, I guess. I've been, I've been amazed how many people are actually grabbing full bags. 
Oh, well, the, oh yeah. is that we, right? We, we finally just put the whole bags out because people were buying. Oh, oh wow. wow. I saw that yesterday. That's neat. I saw that not too. any cheaper by the bag, but uh, yeah. it looks nice. <laughs> yeah, but, I saw, uh, saw that. that. They got the little, little bitty ones. Uh, uh, they call them uh, Jack B. Little, or at least that's what the seed is sold at. And uh, the little bitty ones that the little kids can carry around. I like hey. the I like the little one that they call it Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that one, for for layman's terms, Milton, it's orange oh, and at, white. Oh, at, okay. Look at this uh, little girl all excited about the train. Where the, the with a bunny? Yeah, the bunny <laughs> purse. Yeah, they're just. Got her little bag, and she sees the train. Now she's going to see the pumpkins. <laughs> All right. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866. Trace got a call, so he's got to, he's got to do that. Business yeah, what, calls. What I, I want to ask him, too. Um, have oh. you seen there's a, a container up there, and it looks like it has purslane and... Uh, uh, a perennial hibiscus in it, but the perennial hibiscus, huge pink bloom. I should take. Maybe I will take a picture of it during the break. Uh, it's only about a foot tall, and it's like, oh wow, I like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we sell foot tall ones or not. Is it twelve to fourteen inches in diameter? Um, no, no, it's, it's probably a twelve. Yeah, so it's not moy. No, it's not. Moy. But it's still pretty. I mean, it's still. It still catches your attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All those perennial hibiscus. But I wonder if they have uh, the small ones. Uh... Oh, here comes Trace. <laughs> so, Trace, who planted the uh, the cool whiskey barrel over there with the purslane and the uh, perennial hibiscus? Uh, it looks really good. Uh, you can't see it yet. You'll have to see it when you... Yeah. You'll see it later. Well... So my guess, yeah, Yannisi. Oh, okay. It's or a it's a great genies. Com- everybody else called her, but okay. It's a great combination. It is good. And sun, it's, good for summer heat. Yeah, and then the but the uh, I was noticing like those perennial hibiscus are three feet tall, maybe maybe three and a half feet, and this one is like a foot, maybe a D- foot. Different varieties grow different heights, but none of them are going to stay a foot. Oh, okay. So it just happens that was just a foot right now, and it's blooming. My assumption would be that it came into us at a foot tall, and okay, they, they like to ship these things when they're blooming. So some oh, yeah. some will start blooming shorter than others. Do we have any smaller pots? Would that come in a smaller pot, or would that come in like the big? Not this year. Okay, I think I know in the past <laughs> we, we have. We, yes, but we, we count ourselves lucky to get some. Oh, this year. okay. We, yeah. can't, we can't complain about sizes. Okay, I won't happy, to, happy to get it. Okay, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. That was one of the problems with uh, more grande biscuit. Yeah, is that uh, it gets uh, fourteen to eighteen inches tall before it uh, starts blooming. I would say that's even underrated. Yeah, it it's is more like two or three feet. Yeah, it gets, oh, before it, it gets, starts blooming. Yeah, it gets tall. Uh, huh? And but the other ones apparently. It, According yeah, to this guy, they're breeding the not dwarf. This, not you. I'm pointing at that, that whiskey barrel. <laughs> so there was one we used to carry years ago, Confederate Rose. Oh, I yeah. swear that thing wouldn't bloom until it was six feet tall. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, and continue blooming when it's 12 or 13 feet tall. <laughs> I think that was one of the original ones. Yeah, uh, uh, Confederate Rose. Uh, very few people grow it anymore, but it's a neat one. Yeah, uh, uh, because mainly it blooms in the, in the fall. 
It's our, our uh, master gardener over there in the medical center area. She she grew them. Yeah. I know because I ended up with one. <laughs> kind of took Dorothy? over. Dorothy? Yeah, Dorothy. You were talking about Dorothy? Yeah. Yeah, Dorothy liked big plants. She's a little woman, and she likes big plants. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you tell a lot of stories about her uh, dismissing little plants oh, in favor yeah. of bigger plants. Oh, yeah. Could never give me, get her to give yeah. me a... Uh, a dwarf, uh, you dwarf, said a dwarf, dwarf uh, uh, devil's trumpet, or a dwarf, whatever. Brugmansia. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't remember Brugmansia. Well, that was that was in the uh, Datura fan. Okay, and uh, which which uh, Brugmansia they call uh, angel trumpets. Oh. All angel trumpets uh, uh, and de- and devil's trumpets were all Brugmansia ones. Oh, are they? Okay. Now and they're Brugmansia and they Tora. Devil's point up and angels point down? There you go. Yes, sir. And it is Sunday, so you must have gone to church this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, we didn't... Uh, yeah, that... <laughs> And I didn't finish my story. I'm conference. sorry. Finish your That's all right. That's all right. I know. Uh, you get upset. I turned the mic right. But <laughs> Actually, it's still in the same position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, the pumpkins, you've got them in uh, sizes for all, all ages because there's the little bitty ones over there, like we were talking about just a minute ago, for the youngsters. And then there's a medium size, and I don't remember seeing that from last year, but it's a medium size for the uh, preteens. You know, I mean, <laughs> really, the, the ten, twelve. Who knew? <laughs> and then, of course, there's all sizes of big I, ones. I, I'm not sure it has anything to do with that, Milton. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I, we sold one of them hundred dollar pumpkins to the smallest little person. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and we sold some of these dollar ninety nines to some. We, I was listen, actually, and I was listening to. Uh, yeah, I want to get a dollar ninety nine. We have a small porch, so, I just get a bit of porch. so you know you, you can't carve that one. No, uh, I know. We were telling that to somebody but yesterday. You can, yeah. you can paint it or put markers on it or yeah. stickers. We yeah. should get the whole family out to do a little pumpkin painting thing. Now that little pie pumpkin, that, that you could carve. Okay. Yeah. Can't do much on it, but you can carve it. And there was somebody <laughs> bragging to their family. There, All the kids were gathered around. They were looking for pumpkins, and they were kind of boldly saying so that everybody, because yeah, I could hear it here on the porch, yeah, we got ourselves a $100 pumpkin. <laughs> what? <laughs> they were very happy about that. So. But anyway, the uh, yeah, the pumpkins are nice, and uh, like I said, I was impressed with that grandmother pushing that cart full of pumpkins, top shelf and bottom shelf, and all her little sibling kids were uh, following behind her, all excited. I, yeah. want, I wanted to talk. I, I love, that's my, Halloween's my favorite holiday. Yeah. <laughs> and when I have grandkids, I hope Yeah, someday, yeah, someday. Uh, we will make a bigger deal out of it. <laughs> we'll go back to what we used to do when my daughter was uh, young. What did y'all do? When- the entire front yard turned into oh, a graveyard. Oh. We'd have about, oh, maybe ten people out there, most of my daughter's friends, and we would scare the bejeebus out of everybody. Okay. <laughs> and with fog machines and shaking cages. 
I used to crawl in people's cars when they were getting candy. Yeah. When, they got, when they got back in, I'd scare them bejeebus. Man, Man you are serious man. about this. You could be arrested. Yeah, yeah I was going right. to say, or shot. Uh, uh, normally, the driver was okay with it, so uh, <laughs> I don't think I was going to get shot. Whew, that's your, you're pushing it. All right. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Anything exciting on the horizon? Uh, well, my fax machine is still dead. Okay. So, uh, well, well, so maybe. Anything uh, you get, and always good to find out what kind of questions you're getting. Uh, still a lot of grub questions. Oh, okay. I'm not really sure why. I didn't see very many June bugs this year, but uh, <laughs> most of the time it's turning into that it, it was a fungal situation. So it started, you know, maybe four weeks ago when the rain was here. So af- after enough questions answered, uh, fungus has started. Warm days, cool nights, excess oh. moisture, and a host. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how do you treat fungus? Uh, well, my first choice is always F-stop. Okay. And my first choice is always F-stop granules because you got a curative and a preventative rate. Oh. Whereas you go to liquids, it's curative and curative. Okay, so it's not... You can stretch it further on a granule because you can put it out at half rate and that's... Uh, oh, okay. Still got to treat the areas plus 5 to 10 feet out at, at curative, but you can do the rest. And F-stop is easy to remember. Yes. And what are the signs of fungus? Did you already tell me that? No. Okay. What are the signs of fungus? Uh, first one would be circular things that keep getting larger. That are, okay, like crop circles yes. in your... <laughs> not that big. Well, they could get that big. Really? Fungus is spread. Yeah. If you have the right weather pattern, um, something the size of a dinner plate the size of a, of a kiddie pool in a few days. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the size of a trampoline in a few more days. Yeah. <laughs> so it all depends on the weather. Okay. Yeah. It's rainy. Uh, uh, brown patch will do that, too. Yeah. And we were... <laughs> well, that's what I, got, I think a, he was talking yeah, about, was, brown patch. Yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah. Uh, in, a, in, a, <laughs> in a wet, li- wet year... Uh, we were ha- we have a lot of trouble with that, uh, especially in high traffic areas. And so, <laughs> I was going to do a, a television program on it. And of course, when you do a television, you want to show the damage. And uh, I finally decided that if I wanted to show the brown patch spots, I'd have to get in a helicopter that year because it would. Biggest. I think he just wanted to get in the wow. helicopter. I saw a picture once, Milton, to clarify this. Uh-oh. Somebody walked through. Yeah. And then you could see where their steps were. Absolutely. Oh, I've heard fact, y'all talk about they, that. They, they yeah. Right, or if they mow through it, then it's a little weirder. But uh, when, no. when you can actually see like ripples in a pond where people have stepped and the fungus is spreading out. And sometimes uh, they're spread on lawnmowers. Yep, yep. Yeah, I've heard about that too. I got to mow the lawn today, by the way. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> hey, I've we got, need to take a break, though. Okay. We. Uh, I'll say to my announcement till we get back. Oh boy, we have an announcement coming yeah. up. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from the beautiful Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. And welcome 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And uh, before we uh, get to Jerry's announcement, uh, we'll remind you about the folks, Kyle and Bill and all the gang over there at Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, as we mentioned, uh, that uh, they are... The migratory birds are coming through. I saw a picture from the zoo of a, a, a something. Uh, I wish I'd maybe I can find it, like a kraken jay or something. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it was a blue jay. It was a beautiful blue jay. Yeah, it's but a it wasn't Mexican a, blue jay. It wasn't a yeah one that I saw. I'll, I'll try to the picture. It had a long tail and. Uh, but it wasn't. It was. Um, it was. I don't recognize that. Yeah, name. I'll find the picture for you. But the. Uh, the cool thing about it was it, it was outside of the thing. Remember, I sent you the picture from inside one of the cages, and I don't think this oh, one was. Yeah, this yeah, one yeah, was actually a bird that was going through the zoo. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> But anyway, you can uh, uh, attract uh, migratory birds to your yard, Kyle and uh, and uh, Calvin talked about just something as simple as a uh, uh, um, a fountain or a bird bath that had running water. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that. But that's the key. They're they're problem solvers. And when you go and visit them over at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, they're going to talk with you, find out what you're trying to do or what you're trying to not do, like you're, you don't want squirrels or you don't want this or that. Uh, or maybe your hummingbird feeder is not bringing in any hummingbirds. So they'll kind of go through some of the stuff they've learned and, and talk with you about about it. That's why it, did, it really did, didn't surprise me, although I didn't know it was that many years, that they've had the same customers for 25 years, a quarter of a century uh, over at Wild Birds Unlimited. Well, it's even more amazing when you figure that Bill has been there that whole time, yeah. and they still yeah, come still back. Uh, well, maybe they came back now that they sold it to Kyle. Maybe that, uh, you know, it wasn't exactly clear. No, people people love Bill. We, went, uh, we need to remind people, too, every once in a while that... Uh, We've got a, a a hummingbird feeder manufacturer right here in the uh, Poutine, Poutine area. Yeah, mm-hmm. best, wherever. Best one uh, hummingbird feeders. And they That's work the name with, of the feeder, by the way. And, best yeah, one. Yeah. Best one. And they, uh, <laughs> they work well. They're easy to take care of, uh, easy to fill, rinse out. And, and I think both uh, I think, available everywhere. Yeah, including Wild right. Birds Unlimited. Uh, Millburgers has them. But go by and visit over at Wild Birds Unlimited, and you say hi to Kyle for us. Uh, it's at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Really, uh, if, you, if you've already been by, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, today would be a good day to hop in the car and go visit. Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, say hi to Keith or Kyle or Bill. Uh, over there, and uh, you can call them for directions or information, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. All right, so are we, are we ready for Jerry's announcement? That's always frightening. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Right. Well, it's a public service. Well, get Is you, it, yeah. your, your definition of public service and mine might be a little different. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. I know some people are anxious about coming over to Millburgers to get uh, blood or drug given and things like that. Well, there's, a, there's one I want to tell people, especially the ladies, that I will not be participating in the uh, mammogram truck. 
Oh, yeah, that's uh, this going to be over what? here okay. Saturday, next Saturday, October the 16th from what? 9 to 2. Yeah, and that actually lasts. This is the second time they've done it. I don't think they did it uh, COVID, but uh, no, no. they're doing uh, the mammograms and stuff, and that was really popular. Yeah, but some people uh, were worried that I might be uh, happen again this year. Oh, okay. Well, you're not going to so be a part got, of it. I've kind of decided not to help you. Okay. Well, there I are, don't know why there, that... Yeah, see... As if a only you'd had an announcement, <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, I got enough. I know. But, yeah, that, you can go to MillburgerNursery.com to find out more about that. Uh, MillburgerNursery.com. And I didn't know how that would go. Um, but I do remember that, you know, because it's something you might want to be uncomfortable not going to a doctor yeah. or something. But, no, it was. Uh, and it's such an important thing. I think October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, that's right. And, um, yeah, so they're doing that. Uh, and it's it's serious. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I think that actually breast cancer, I believe, and someone passing uh, touched the nursery's lives here. I don't so. guess I don't guess people are coming just because they think I'm going to be. No, I, I doubt it. All you right. doubt that? Okay. I doubt that. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Oh, I should I should go take a picture. During the next break, I'll take a picture of that little, um, little hibiscus. Container? Oh, okay. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, and then it, among the purslane, it's a really good combination. It looks pretty. Rem- remember, if it's little melted, it's not moy. No, yeah, and you can kill it faster. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it may be made, just made for you, man. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I've started to pull my uh, moss roses and, and, and started to plant uh, pansies and uh, uh, violas. Um, yeah, so the little little panties. Oh well, violas, both. Oh yeah, violas are little panties. Yeah. But uh, we got a lot of uh, a lot of choices here at Millburger. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my wife's favorite is violas. I mean, we, yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, does does your reseed? Um, yeah, they do. The, and the the issue too is that they are. Uh, they work so well in the uh, tiny little containers. You know, oh, you do, yeah. You do a lot of hanging baskets or on your uh, patio. And they bloom a lot. Yeah. I mean, they're multiple they bloom bloom. Yeah, they go through. And, of course, they take cold weather. They'll, oh, yeah. We, you know, yeah. we say how wonderful snapdragons are, but uh, snapdragons uh, generally go through a kind of a period where they, uh, in the cold weather in January, uh, they take a little break from blooming, yeah. and then they start again in the fall. But uh, not the pansies and the violas. They just keep blooming and blooming and blooming. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. Yeah, used to when they, they had, uh, I think they called them Johnny Jump-Ups. Oh, yeah. The original viola. Well, they're still, they still call Johnny Jump-Ups. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the original one was just kind of, it was... Uh, it was very. It had uh, yellow, and uh, it was pretty. But now <laughs> they've got all different color vowels into beautiful solid colors. Well, they so, got we got one here that is three different colors, and they're they're kind of a it's kind of a different uh, different yeah. look too. I think I like the solids better, but yeah. But I I, I imagine I don't imagine. 
if they're received, uh, they're going to come back true from, from the plaque. But uh, true from the original uh, plaque color. But uh, they're, they're durable little things. And uh, I, I don't know. I won't say that they bloom more than pansies. But uh, I know they put on a lot of lot of blooms, even during the cold. Like yeah, and they, they seem to uh, re- respond to those uh, smaller containers a little easier than the than the pansies do too. But of course, pansies are <laughs> unbelievable for winter colors. So yeah, lots of choices in in there's the 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 solid faces, and then there's some with the uh, uh, center center black area. Yeah, and, and they got some uh, beautiful purple. Yeah. When will stocks start popping up? Well, that's that's an issue because yeah, they they're take slow. Cool, okay. They need cold, we- cooler weather. Yeah, they're slow. To, spinach, slow to grow. Spinach and stocks. Okay. <laughs> I was over. I was over at Peterson's uh, the other day, the wholesale nursery, and and I mentioned that you know when when are we going to start seeing those stocks? And then I got a. I got a lecture about the uh, stocks and their temperamental nature, <laughs> and, uh, and they uh, require yeah. cold weather. They require some cool weather. We're well, talking about uh, winter plants, so Calvin was talking about <laughs> uh, you, what we were, Johnny jump ups and got socks. What's that? Violas. Got violas. Yeah. Yeah. I've got uh, and then I was ornamental the cabbage, kale, dianthus, petunias, snapdragons, pansies. Yeah. Guess what's coming next week? Spinach. I don't know that yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> what? Calvin's favorite. Uh oh. Sweet peas. His first, his first favorite for winter. Zinnias? Oh, uh, cyclamen. <laughs> cyclamen. Oh, cyclamen are going to be here? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really? Wow, that's cool. Well, uh, I, 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 was, uh, I think I mentioned in this article uh, about uh, you making it was room a, little, a little easier on the, the begonias, on the whopper begonias, because the, the cyclamen weren't ready to replace them yet. But here we are, because of those Whopper begonias are still spectacular. <laughs> no, yank them out, right, Kevin? The cyclamen will be Kids available. Gets a goodbye, man. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, yeah, Millburgers is generally cyclamen headquarters here. I will be before it's all said and done. Okay. <laughs> does it? Does this mean that we can quit seeing the Xenia pictures on Calvin's articles? But cyclamen pictures instead. Well, I, I'd say he'll do more pansy articles than he will anything else. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. He does pretty good with cyclamen. <laughs> yeah, cyclamen pansies. <laughs> Both of them are all stars. And uh, and he he's already opened the door on his with his column. His last paragraph is as attractive as the Whopper Pagonias are for a second year of bloom. It will mean that you may not have room for cyclamus. Oh. See, they're kind of slipping it in there. Yeah. Tough choice. Explanation mark. Mm-hmm. That means he really means that. If the weather stays mild, uh, we the begonias are notorious for just keeping oh, them. Yeah, they, they, and they look the winter. They'll look great. But if you decide on cyclamens, wait until November to obtain and plant transplant. 
How much you want to bet Calvin buys his in two uh, yeah. weeks? He, he, yeah, he won't be able to walk around. Actually, I think what generally happens is that first week, his, his willpower is strong. <laughs> he doesn't quite do it. And then by that next Saturday, he's oh, waiting. Okay. Huh? Yeah, just going to get a few. And then once he gets a few, it's then the best. Then I put him on sale. <laughs> yeah, then, then we can put him on sale. Yeah, we have to wait for Calvin to <laughs> look at him. Yeah. He's shaking his head like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Historically, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's become a tradition here at Millburgers. What did these people, I'm, people, I'm seeking counseling people so used I don't to, get uh, yeah. prisoner of the cycle. Yeah. So, to answer your question before you even ask, Whoa. Co- Colorado. Yeah, that's what I was going to uh, ask. Did they come out of Colorado? And for those of you who are wondering, why do we get cyclamens out of Colorado? When why we do can, we get cyclamens out of Colorado? I don't know. Because <laughs> they have cooler nights quicker now. Okay. So ones that are grown locally won't look like squat till January. Yeah. And then they only have a few months to enjoy them versus okay. uh, a lot of months to enjoy them. Do uh, anybody? Does anyone try to grow them locally? Well, I, I don't know if it's going to happen this year because part of the company sold off. But uh, okay. Altman bought oh. the Color Spot facilities right. here, right. but somebody else bought the Color Spot facilities in California. So what what they used to do as Color Spot is they would transfer in several truckloads of cyclamen oh, okay. out of California, oh, okay, and then redistribute them all over here. Oh, okay. But they, they don't. They don't. They don't, they don't as, play well with each other anymore. <laughs> not as good as uh, got good as uh, those uh, colder. So, some of, some of the best ones I remember came out of Fort Davis back back when cyclamen yeah. wasn't even a thing. Oh wow! Yeah. We we would have uh, shipments from Powell from, Plant Farms. Is that out West of Texas? Fort Davis. Yeah, it's a, even Trace and Jerry are talking about how different and why we uh, get cyclamen from the cooler weather but another thing that always amazes me is that they the heavy soil they use in the cyclamen transplants mm-hmm. it's it's almost almost the only one where you really <laughs> yeah i mean so really i guess that's to keep them moist to the roots moist for a longer period of time yeah i'm not i'm not sure but it's uh it's completely well, different we, soil base do we want to get into cyclamen 101 and for those who don't know, so like well, we can or not, y'all let y'all, or we can wait till they come in. We better wait till. I they think come we'll, in. it'll give us a topic for once. Okay, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll unless wait. we need a topic for today. No, we're okay. I just didn't know. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll kind of talk about next. I guess next week, maybe. When did you say? Theoretically, probably Thursday. Theoretically, yeah. we'll talk about this next week. <laughs> and then talk about best places to plant them. Do you pot them up? What do you do? What's too hot? What's too cold? We'll, we'll, how, to, we'll, how to water or how not to water, or I should not, say. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you remember, if you remember talking about growing plants in cooler conditions, uh, that's a, a necessity for some plants. A good example is our... Uh, Texas Gold Columbine, yeah, that we used to have, and we would send the seed to. Uh, Hi, what's up? We would send the seed to uh, uh, Colorado, and they would uh, germinate them in the spring. We can't germinate them; uh, they won't germinate until the fall here, uh, and we want to sell them the following February uh, or March. In bloom, and so uh, we'd send the seed out there, and they would germinate the seed, and uh, send us uh, 
what they call plugs in February, in January and February. And uh, they would repot them, and that's the way they got And they would bloom, and that's when they got on the market here. Do, do you remember a long time ago there was a company called Cactus Corral? And up north, that was local here in Texas. There used to be, uh, and that one might still be there, Sorensen out of Canada. Oh, my goodness. And there was issues with rooting stuff. So one would ship the other one certain cactus so it could root there <laughs> while it couldn't root here. Yeah. And they would ship something down here to root so that they could ship it back. And they just keep swapping yeah, that's good. plants and uh, <laughs> so that they both have the materials and the timing that they need to be able to produce the stuff. There you go. Well, uh, it's a long drive, Milton. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we did find out the same thing about uh, uh, Blue Angel. Uh, yes, sir. O- Oklahoma is the best Oklahoma place in the best. country to, to grow it <laughs> yeah. a, as a uh, as a growing operation. You can grow it anywhere. Yeah. But they can't propagate and make a good looking plant anywhere. No, that's right. And uh, we we got the original plants here, rooted them in San Antonio. Tried to grow them for a few years at, to, to grow them as a commercial product, and uh, really, and then shipped them. Used, we were working to get them available to Greenleaf Nursery in the Alcampo, and uh, they have a their main organization is in Oklahoma, and so they would send plants to Oklahoma. For propagation, and then yeah. we would hang, try hang to hang propagate on guys, you gotta, them here. But that is white flowers, about uh, four feet tall. That kind of a question from the perennial. Crowd. Scott, uh, looks like mites or aphids on it. No, Trace is opening up. <laughs> Trace is now looking at it. And Trace, that, would you would you come on the air with us? Trace can kind of just put the mic for on the air. Are you comfortable with that? It's, it's, okay, it's, Trey's not, kinda, it's not one of our... Uh, guys. It is an Althea. Yeah, it's an Althea. Alth- I'm pretty sure it's an Althea. the aphids on that. See the aphid? A little bit of aphid? I never saw the aphid. I was trying to figure out the plant first. <laughs> yeah, it's the aphid. So Althea is a hibiscus in the long run, so it's going to be very prone to the same insects, which aphids is one of the biggest problems on a hibiscus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got options. Uh, I would be using Bear Complete. Bear Complete. Or uh, acephate, which would be the old orthene. They call it uh, uh, bonide systemic insect control. Would be the either either one of those would be what I would pick. Yeah, to get rid of aphids. Yes. I uh, don't. No. Well, hey, we got to take a quick break. Uh, I'll just show him. He's going to show you. All right, we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, where you're welcome to call us at 210-308-8867. Or why not do like this man? Come on by and ask your gardening question in person at 210-308-8860 uh, on Verde Road. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Milberger's Garden, South Texas. Birthday songs. Oh, I thought that was a bad time. No, according to our 
uh, language well, oh, okay. our conversation yeah. a while ago. Mark Off Farmer air. from Grand Funk Railroad, Al tells me. Is he alive? I don't know if he's still alive or not. He's born Pro- in 1948. Could be. Who's that? <laughs> uh, Mark Farmer of uh, Grand Funk Railroad. Mark uh, Al does birthday songs uh, to bring us back. Some. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. I hope he's still alive. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Give us a call. And let's find out what's going on in your gardening world. We yeah, haven't we're... talked to Johnson City <laughs> Joe today. I don't think he calls us anymore. Did I or miss that? Maybe, maybe the screening is working better. I haven't, I haven't oh, checked obituaries lately. No, I got a, I got a text from him, but we might be... Uh, I have to find out what he was talking about. I couldn't open the thing that he sent. It was about the space peppers. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, yesterday we were talking and didn't get to finish our talk because mm-hmm. we were so interru- rudely interrupted, Milton. Who, who rudely interrupted us? You. Huh? Oh, I rudely interrupted you. Okay. Because <laughs> Calvin wrote in here for something for something different, plant some laurel bush petunias. Yay. For the winter, which should be here later this this month. And uh, there's not many of them because I got some. They're, they're uh, low on seed at uh, Wild Seed Farm. She's the only one that sells them. And as far as I can tell, that's the only reseeding old-fashioned petunia that's on the market. And that's the only place you can get it. But anyway, uh, the, the petunias are hardy with small violet blooms that go through the same bloom pattern in the winter as snapdragon. They bloom in the fall, then then rebloom severely, significantly in March and through the spring. They're they're selected for heat tolerance and cold tolerance, but they quit they quit blooming after the first uh, hard freeze. But the plant stays alive, and he keeps talking about. Uh, uh, <laughs> It, they keep developing a large root system, which really gives them a bang-up start in the spring. And Calvin says, in addition to being attracted, the story of their development by horticulturist Greg Grant, who made the cross, the original cross for mm-hmm. Lord and his team is interesting. Read about it in plantanswers.com under, uh, I guess it's under Petunia. It's under Laura Bush Petunia. And I brought up the fact <laughs> that uh, that uh, <laughs> Calvin says Greg Grant and his team mm-hmm. and his team puts yeah. his, me and the volunteers. That's Greg's team. Yeah, Greg has a had a I don't know if he still has it or not, but uh, had a real problem with finding new plants. And then leaving them, going to another location, and leaving them with me to propagate, oh. and get them propagated, and and whatever. Okay. So. I don't think he had a problem. I think yeah, it worked yeah. pretty well for <laughs> him. Seems to. Yeah. But anyway, he did it quite often. He had no problem with it. We talked about volunteers, and that I brought up yesterday, but uh, didn't get to finish. Okay. Uh, about D. Emery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was the one that, uh, one that Calvin assigned her to me 
to bring me into the fold of using Master Gardeners. I didn't trust anybody before that. But she would always get my volunteers and everything. And so we had the main planting out at uh, Versta Farm where we do our tomato testing. And inevitably, uh, they would need weeding, of course. We grew them from uh, July to the following spring. Hmm. And uh, they would need weeding periodically. And every time I mentioned we needed to do a warm-up session before we got the, the, the tomatoes or broccoli or whatever, we would go out, I would say, we're going to warm up with the petunias. And she would have a fit. Oh, why? And she got tired of the petunias. Oh, okay. And so when, when Greg and I decided to na- name it after the first... Uh, I think at that time the lady first lady of, governor, of Texas. Of yeah. governor, the governor's wife. Which at that was at mm-hmm. that time in Laura right. Bush. So, and we planted them on the court square, and uh, I kind of ribbed D about it then, and I uh, said, uh, "Well, D, do you think that all was worth was waste of our time to propagate to develop and propagate that." Uh, <laughs> Petunia, which is now named after the first lady of Texas. Right. And D said. And she would kind of huff and walk off. Oh, good for D. She's <laughs> good by her guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't bluff her very much. Well, you know, and when. And then when she, get, she the first lady of Texas became the first lady of the United States, and we sent yeah. petunias up to the White House to be planted around the White House, uh, <laughs> I said, D, are you sure we didn't waste our time with that developing that petunia that's named after the first lady of the United States and the first uh, petunia to be planted around the White House? She had she never said another word after that about that, about that petunia. Keep picking on poor D. Well, we had a treat uh, just as a sidebar to this conversation. Um, when Laura Bush was the uh, the keynote speaker at the uh, Salvation Army, the local Salvation Army yeah. uh, uh, thing, we uh, Charles got all these packets of Laura Bush petunias. Did it really? Yeah. I don't remember that. And we put them all on tables and stuff, <laughs> and she was just tickled pink about that. that oh, yeah. That people could leave and go plant the seeds. And, oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the interesting thing about that seed, it'll, it'll come up. I okay. I mean, the new seed. All right. Well, and I'll have to ask you about something else. You mentioned uh, you guys talked about planting wildflowers, I guess, right now, but... The time is coming, it's shortening the window well, of opportunity. Yeah. If it was ideal, it would have been a little while, while ago. But say, uh, on wildflowers, it's, uh, you plant them rather than keep the seed another season, you plant them. Yeah. And they're, uh, some of them are pretty fussy and some of them are, are not fussy, but uh, most of them have a if they don't come up this year, they might come up next yeah. year. Oh, okay. So you uh, 
they last for a long time. You want to take action. That's that's the most important. And the way they, uh, I think oh. John Thomas and them uh, say plant them in July. Oh wow! But yeah. the, but they you wait. Have your choice. They they, they wait until the rains of fall. I have a question for you after the break. So let me give out the phone. Is this a hard break, Milton? No, it's just a break. Just a break. 210-308-8867. You call us with your wildflower questions, onions update, um, or uh, whatever you have questions on at 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas right after the news on The Answer. Milberger's Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call with your questions or come on by Milberger's. It's absolutely gorgeous today. Uh, there's a lot, there's fun stuff for the kids to do with the maze, uh, the pumpkin patch. Uh, it is spooky out in that maze, so uh, but but kind of fun spooky. Uh, and um, David Rodriguez will be here next week. Also, you can find out more. He'll be doing a follows for planting. Spooky. It is scary, uh, but uh, he, he's only slightly scary. Um, the uh, and, da- and you can find out more at millburgernursery.com. It's millburgernursery.com. Follows for planting is his topic from 10 to 11.30. And, uh, by the way, you can um, uh, make your reservations by calling the nursery now. The phone is working at 210-497-3760. Okay, you ready for my questions? Yeah. yeah. No. And I've, a- I've asked one of these before, and I just don't remember the answer. So oh, I apologize geez. for asking it again. That's the neat thing about you, Milton. We can, we can yeah. answer one question one weekend, and two weekends later... Yeah, I asked the same question. It's back again. And y'all don't remember. Milton, you, Mil- yeah, you, don't you don't remember. Don't. I don't, yeah. So. so if I have... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They, they may be a little old. But if I have poppy seeds... Uh, is now the time to, to yeah. kind of put them in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're not they're not something you want to keep years and years. Okay, so I will uh, just kind of like I'm feeding chickens, or should I do a <laughs> container or no, feeding oh, no. chickens? Just get them, yeah, Just get them out there. Full sun. Full what? sun, and where they'll make contact with the sun. See, it's all contact. I always have best luck when there's a well, bare almost bare soil or even okay. a little slope. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I do have a... I got that. Ooh, it's exciting, because we don't know what to put there. And, ooh, that'll be fun. That looked pretty with all the... Okay, it, okay is, I got a place. Is it Greg's poppies? Maroon's? Uh, yes, it's my maroon poppies. Okay. Uh, the ones Take I, pictures of them when they bloom, and I'll tell you which ones to pull up. Uh, I ain't pulling nothing up. <laughs> if I get something, I ain't pulling it up. It was too much. God God went to too much trouble to fight me to get those things up. I ain't doing nothing with them. Well, the, um, the, uh, the maroon yeah. uh, selection, the prettiest culls are really pretty red. Yeah. 
Now, this is exciting because I do. I have exactly the right area. I'm glad you mentioned the slope and the bare soil because I've got that. Well, we're going to be able to finish the, the program here, man? I don't know. I may have to leave now and go do it. Uh, or is there a package of them or several packages of them? Yeah, yeah. So Several packages? I think so, yeah. Okay. Do you have any more? No. Okay. Uh, but plant them all. Oh yeah, I'm gonna just go. Getting older. I'm going for it. And if they if they come up and how long will it take them to germinate? Oh, sometimes if you seed them now, sometimes it's a month or so. Okay, that's not bad. Seed them and sprinkle them. Yeah, yeah, you may not. Depends on the weather, but you may, you may not even see them till December. Okay, that's, that's all right. Well, I, I don't see nothing there anyway now. Um, okay, but uh, and then my other question is: Remember, I had the red, white, and blue blue bonnets last year, mm-hmm. and then came the storm and the freeze and the snow, and <laughs> they they actually most of them went kaput. No, no, actually, no, they didn't. They fought through that, and so I had the seeds. Uh, I had them. I just let them go to seed. I just okay, let them die you. on their own. Good for you. When would I start seeing the little, uh, what do you call them? The, Seedlings? The uh, rosettes or the... Yeah. Yeah, the rosettes. Okay. Uh, they make a rosette for seedling. Yeah. When would I start seeing that? Would After the now? rains. Yeah, it depends on the... Are so, you? Sometimes... Sometimes you don't you don't see them. You swear there's none of them there, and they <laughs> yeah. and they they come up. And then if you're you know if you're lucky, you've got uh, enough coming up uh, that you see. Okay. You, again, we might see them in December again. All right. Well, November. they because I know they hunker pretty close to the ground, so they're just going to look oh, like yeah. you know if they're in. If they're in the soil that kind of has little weeds and clovers and stuff in it, yeah, um, I they always, may just I always like expect them though to come up before they rosette. Oh, so they'd be a little taller than the, yeah, the weeds. Well, they look like a bean. Okay, the plant. <laughs> I don't know if that helps, but uh, the plant when it germinates, it looks like a bean. You know why it looks like a bean? Because it's it a, is a bean. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Well, you, gave, you didn't give me a time to answer. I don't know. Okay. I, had, I want to add a legume, a legume, legume. But so, uh, like, what are what else are legumes? Aren't, aren't peanuts a legume? Yeah, there you go. And don't peanuts Sweet fertilize peas? the soil? And we, uh, do peanuts new, 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 uh, give nutrients to the soil? Only if you plow, plow the plants and the peanuts back into that ground. Oh, okay. It's not the little nodules on the roots. They're not spitting out, <laughs> spitting out nitrogen okay. all the time. They're, they're putting nitrogen into growing the plant. So, you, so farmers would plow them under? Or yeah. Something? Okay. Yeah, that's why they use uh, uh, peas, uh, uh, cow peas. We call them cow peas. Yeah, Joe has cow Little peas, doesn't he? eyes and stuff like that. He has cow pen daisies. That's what he has. Yeah. No. Now, what, what if I what if I plow my uh, blue bonnets under the? They're a legume too. Yeah, right? but uh, can I make? We mainly look at those. But if you can, if, I make blue bonnet butter like peanut butter. <laughs> no. Okay. But uh, interesting, you mentioned that because uh, we grew them. We grew the colors. In fact, that's where the first maroon was spotted by Greg Grant. And then he called you. <laughs> no, we were riding in the truck together. Okay. 
And I noticed he had, we were looking at the pinks, a large planting of Abbott Pink down in uh, La Prior. And I noticed as I stopped the track truck and Greg fell out, or literally rolled out of the truck on the passenger side and uh, went out to pick this sport or this different color, which he said, this can become maroon. Oh, wow. And that's the way the whole maroon thing started. Very cool. All right, well, I will go look for my stuff, and I'll put down my poppies, uh, and I'll, I'll call it Calvin's Patch. There you go. Which, well, make sure <laughs> Kevin mentioned uh, seed soil contact. All right, that's and uh, don't don't mulch the area. No, I wouldn't mulch the area. Now, do I kind of? You can scratch it, yeah, with a rake to ensure seed soil contact. Other than just feeding the chickens, do I kind of walk on it or anything? No, just but you, if you want to scrape the soil with a rake, scrape uh, it ahead of time, right? Yeah, okay. Sow the seed immediately. Okay, cool. All right, we're talking about me doing poppies. <laughs> okay. And you know what those poppies are going to have to go through just to, to bloom. Some, Jerry wants some, me to cull some. Some spray paint for to make them a good color like Yeah. Oh, I can get the burnt orange that way, can't I? You know they make dye for poinsettias. I bet you we could use that same stuff for <laughs> yeah. poppies. You want, to, you want to watch Trace just fold here on the porch? <laughs> so when are the poinsettias coming in? Uh, uh-huh. Look, see, look how he does that. That's neat. It's, it's fine. time to order them. Is he, I, I, no, it's where, too late to order. They've been too ordered. Late to order them. They've been ordered. They've been. It's been uh, mid-August, early August. <laughs> yeah, they they do that before they get in the plugs, but uh, they've got a sign up there that you can order them now. They always plant extras. Oh, so you can order them. And, and you know, who, you know who normally takes those? Who's that? Me. Well, okay. Oh, jeez. All right, 210-308-8867. Trace, this is, okay, this is a rutabaga question. You might want to be here for this one. we got Johnson City Joe on the line. Oh, hell He's no. going to, Johnson City Joe's going to bring rutabagas to Johnson City. The hill country will be full of rutabagas. What's well, going on, Joe? We can barely hear you. I like it. Can you hear me? Now we can hear you. No. Joe, can you hear me? <laughs> we got you. We got you. Yeah. No, I've been gone. I've been married for 50 years. My wife took me on a two-week vacation. Oh, right. where'd you go? And we she went took up you back north. We went to Maine and Vermont right. and up there. Holy smoke, it's cool up there. That wasn't? sounds nice. I hear nice. blah, 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 and you didn't invite me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we've been so good to you, Joe. You know the hydrangeas up there? They oh, grow yeah. up that are big as trees. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. seen a hydrangea as big as a tree? No, no, but you know what? That's, that's How about lilacs? We We've can, seen lilacs as big. We as can grow a lot more things than they can. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Sick of them, but not the kinds yeah. that they people grew up with up there, like yeah. lilacs and. Sure, but we create our own in Texas, so we, that's why we made it called Vitex. Yeah, Peonies. You like Vitex? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, the question and, I had. We created poppies. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now's the time to plant them, I just heard. I'm glad. I've never planted them, but I got my seed ready. All right, yeah. You will have to. 
We'll have to share pictures and stuff. I got uh, the, Asian, the Asian poppy. I don't know if that makes any difference or not. Um, it's not that Aggie poppy, so uh, <laughs> I, I wish you good luck. <laughs> uh, the question I had, I guess, is for Calvin. Yeah, don't don't ask. Grow? Please, for the love of God, do not ask Jerry a rutabaga question. <laughs> well, I, I don't think Jerry likes rutabagas. Where'd you get that uh, idea? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering, okay. Calvin, can you even grow them down here? Oh dear! Oh yeah! Unfortunately, why did he? What do you? Can you even grow them down here? Oh gosh, yeah, they're easy to grow. Yeah, but then you got to find somebody who's going to eat it. There you go. Joe's going to eat it. Well, I do like it. I get them, you know, every once in a while when my wife goes to HEB. You you go give one to your neighbor and see what happens. They'll they'll throw it back at you. (laughs) I like it better than turnips. Yeah. But uh, uh, the uh, I just wondered. I always hear you talking about it, but I never hear you talk uh, like. Uh, can you uh, get transplants of them? Or I don't even no, know. If I've ever no, no. Oh, you just use seed. They're easy. They're Is there like plant- turnip? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh, in fact, there's time of the year we plant turnips for deer down yeah. here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In the orchards. I've right. got turnips in my garden, vegetable garden now, too, coming up. They, I, uh, I don't I don't think deer will eat rutabaga. You uh, don't think they're, so? They're smart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what are, well, so you plant the turnips feed, for I'm, the deer? To yeah, yeah there's a, there's a uh, turnip that they plant on the, under the, in the orchard uh, for a kind of a... Green manure crop. They also then, plant them there for the for the deer. Yeah, the deer, the deer will eat them too. But, oh yeah, yeah. You buy, but buy they won't. Fifty pound. They won't pack. eat. They won't eat rutabagas. Well, I'm going to try that. But I had another question. <laughs> Dog said you're going to get your blue bonnet. Yeah. Are you going to get the red and the white and the blue? No. Well, I can't buy the no whites, white. according to Jerry. He's he's played God and just he's not doing any whites. <laughs> well, we're going to have a that, lot of the red. We're going to have a lot of the red and a lot of the uh, uh, Lady Bird Johnson blue. That uh, blue that everybody likes so much. Well, yeah, but see, I had the problem last year. I had a really good stand double in a in a uh, wheelbarrow. And that freeze froze that wheelbarrow solid. Yeah. And I didn't get any white ones or, or red ones or blue ones in that wheelbarrow. Uh, so I wanted some white ones this year. But you're not going to have any. No, not going to have any. N- never say never. No. Yay, Trey. Say, well, I can say, say un- never un- to this. Unlikely. Okay. <laughs> unlikely, but maybe. Highly unlikely. Oh, well. So there's more than one growing operation in this world. Oh, uh, so, but they don't have those seeds. No, but ne- <laughs> never say never. Just say unlikely. Okay. Okay. It's much well, better. Well, they have them up at, <laughs> uh, up at the wild seed farm. No, they don't have any seed up there. I, in fact, I had to <laughs> furnish them seed of the, of the uh, red maroon. And, uh, out of the refrigerator that nothing else is. <laughs> no, these are the ones that uh, Dr. Larry yeah, Stein harvested uh, this spring. 
and uh, they they always clean the seed for me. And because they, I don't I don't know if y'all remember I told you, but they had a wonderful stand of the red maroon, and some moron went in there. Uh, Sprayed it, harvested. Oh, yeah. wow. Harvest they they uh, hay, hay they harvest the hay, and for some reason he drove right through that. Yeah, they drove right through that and harvested the best crop of red blue bonnets, Must which we desperately horn. needed. Must have been a Longhorn. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Hmm. But anyway, I get I get we Doctor Stein. Agreed to give uh, Wild Seed Farm all of the seed that he harvested. So, uh, uh, by the way, you could also get that bluegrass seed. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'm going to send you oh. the information, information where you can actually buy the seed for uh, bluegrass. It's That's a Kentucky uh, bluegrass that he likes so much. No, the winter Which bluegrass that Jerry likes. Which one do you like? He likes the annual bluegrass. Oh, yeah. yeah. The annual bluegrass. The, uh, the old boy out there at Junction that has yeah. that seed, seed farm yeah. out there, he, he's he got it for sale. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. I'll have to check on that. Yeah, I'll send you the information on it. I just got, I get their little uh, catalog. Yeah. And I was going through there. I said, by golly, that, Jerry's been working up there. <laughs> He's got them working on bluegrass seed. No, I, I haven't. So with that's that. going to be like horse herb. Some people love it, <laughs> and some people hate it. <laughs> Who could not love bluegrass? I, 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 anything green in the wintertime <laughs> is a plus. Yeah, absolutely. But you, and yeah, also beautiful horse grass. herb. I don't know why people don't like horse herb. I don't either. You know, it's, it goes along with y'all's y'all's philosophy about having a a mixed uh, yard law. There you go. Absolutely. It's a sustainable ground cover. You can't get <laughs> rid of it, even if you want to. <laughs> that, uh, the the uh, organic people have been preaching that for years. So. I know it. Bless their hearts. <laughs> but they were well, they were they were promoting ugly plants where we're promoting things like bluegrass and horse herb and things that bloom and, like and reseed itself and things like that. We got to before we take a break. <laughs> where okay, does Joe well, get? Where did, wait, hang, hang on, Joe. hang on, Joe. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Where does Joe get seed for rutabagas? Where did? What's your connection? Oh, yeah. Do we have rutabagas? Oh, any any seed company? You just go to the web. Okay. Yeah. Hardware stores or do we have well, rutabaga we seeds go. here? First off, I don't know. <laughs> not, not, not this year. Johnny Johnny Select Seed. Just okay. go there. They well, got Johnny they got something and everything. You get it. Uh, feed stores carry all sorts of turnips. Uh, but I've never seen a rutabaga. People ought yeah, to eat no. more rutabaga. Oh, gee. But uh, Trace is right. Uh, Johnny's got it. Jo- Johnny will have it. Yeah. I wonder yeah, why. Johnny Select Seed. Like... That's the, you know, the, that company is owned by the employees. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good uh, way to be. I just wonder it's a, why. It's all a the... very intelligent group. <laughs> where, where, where's Johnny in that mix? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He died. <laughs> the, uh, uh, but anyway, I wonder why all called... the people oh. that sell seeds, like seed companies and uh, not necessarily a seed company, but uh, nurseries and uh, 
feed stores and things like that don't have rutabagas in I wonder if there's a conspiracy against that. I know the Rutabaga Club is looking into that. So just so you know, we have no control on what's on those racks. Yeah. Uh, They come in, they put what they want on that rack, and if we sell it, then we give them a little money and we keep the rest of it. Okay. If we don't sell it, then they pick it up and they throw it. Yeah. (laughs) Before you rub me off, are the greens good to eat on it, like turnip greens? Oh yeah, it's no, a, yeah it's it's the good. greens are, not, are as good as even the bottom. Calvin's making a face. You can't yeah. see right now, but yeah. he's he's got this. He's grimacing. Know. Yeah, they're they're not in the league with turnip greens, but I I, I mean you wouldn't hurt you to eat them, but they're you put enough kinda, bacon kind of tough, them, tough. <laughs> tough huh? Boil them long enough, butter and brown sugar makes everything taste yeah, that's ever right. better. <laughs> I guess I, that, 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 that's what I should have answered. Yeah, just. Brown sugar, bacon, and yeah, yeah. everything's better with that. We'll have to look up the information on why they were feeding rutabagas to the prisoners in England. Oh, you are so impressed to, by to, that <laughs> to dis- dis- discourage them from ever coming back to uh, prison again. So I, I heard yet yeah, recidivism get, is pretty high. So apparently, those rutabagas <laughs> they wanted back. You want to get rid of feral pigs? I heard you plant that, and they they run from it the other direction. Oh, really? Uh, no, no, not really. All this, it, all it, this, it sounded. Good. All these like rumors good. about poor well, rutabagas. They, they like turnips. That's for one thing. Yeah. I guess, Joe, we'll have to try uh, the greens on the rutabagas this year. I'm sure oh, they, good. Okay. they have through the ages. but uh, You know, bring me one, and I'll try it. No. Okay. With bacon. And me not, not the rutabagas. The leaf. Now, oh, when somebody okay. touts something so much, like Calvin does rutabagas, mm-hmm. does Calvin actually grow them? Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, there's a number of uh, oh, gardeners goodness. that are listeners. There's that, ten in Texas. There's yeah, Cal- literally. Calvin's uh, in charge of the Rutabaga Society. Literally tens of people that. No, we have. <laughs> we're, it's it's growing. We have Rutabaga Ron that calls us now, and Calvin. So you may be uh, joining That's the Rutabaga Society. Well, well the I also probably the only yes, one growing Jerusalem artichokes too. Yeah, that'd be fun to grow those. I don't know how we'd ever get any. Yeah. Uh, well, I know uh, I know you tried, Joe. Mine, mine are growing really good. I'm sure. We just uh, never saw Give, give, give some Jerry. seed to Jerry. Jerry no, give don't to give them to Jerry. <laughs> he already gave them to Jerry. They went in the refrigerator, and they never then, came out. Then you take them to Calvin or yeah. David. David will give them to Peterson, and we can try. Oh, All right. oh my. David will try anything once. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thank you, Joe. All right. Well, it's good talking to you guys. Glad Great, you happy a, anniversary. I, I always enjoy the banter. <laughs> I learned that word, banter. Oh, very oh, well. Wow. Just for yeah. us. Thank you, man. appreciate that. Yeah. Bye-bye. Or, bye, Joe. Bye. we got to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and you can call us like Joe and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back.
back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Smoking in the boys. Uh huh. You remember that song? I never heard. I never heard of that. What? No, oh, you never heard of that happening. <laughs> no, it didn't happen in Tennessee. In my in my high school. Oh, okay. You go in the boys' restroom. Maybe the girls, but the boys. It looked like London fog. Didn't it? You see <laughs> and they had no smoking signs in there. That's that what I couldn't read for all the oh, smoke. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's funny. I never heard that song. Yeah. Uh, I was looking through, after looking at Calvin's article, and uh, Niels Perry has got some interesting uh, comments uh, this week or question. That our neighbor's trumpet vine has made its way into our yard. It has invaded shrubs and beds and covered slow-moving children. <laughs> we have found it impossible to dig up, yeah. We try to keep it cut off at the ground, but it continues to spread. What can we do, Milton? Nothing. Panic. No. Oh, there's something they can do? Oh, yeah. Besides panic? No, yeah. Okay, wow. Whether it's on their property or not, the plants, the the uh, shoots that are on their property, all they, have, all they have to do is cut them back and uh, put a cut vine and stump killer on them. And it will be uptaken all the way into the to the main plant. Well, and, and the trumpet creeper is a little easier to do that process. It's not. I'm not sure how that is more effective, but when you 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 know, there's fewer stems that come up. No, oh, yeah. And when you try to do that with the uh, <laughs> some of those other uh, weedy vines. It's about 400 per square foot, and you get t- kind of tired of it. But uh, at Trumpet Keeper, yeah, you can <laughs> identify those. But still, it's still a big job. And that's about the only way to really take it out. I've tried I've tried uh, spraying it with Roundup and Remedy, and you get a mix. You know, you can, you can kill it in a surface area there but mm. then just outside the area then yeah still got you still got shoots that come up but if you put it inside the system of the plant like you do with cut oh, yeah. stump killer yeah you can you keep takes, at it you can uh, that take, takes care of problems uh neil recommends uh uh it <laughs> said use an eyedropper to fill <laughs> to deep to fill each hole that you dig. I mean, uh, drill in the stump. Well, I wonder uh, why he doesn't uh, uh, advocate that product as much as as we do. Well, uh, there's probably more uh, weed killers with two two four D in them than uh, and uh, this you know stump vine and uh, cut vine and stump killer. It's not that old of a product. You know, we've really been talking about it for, what, a couple of years? Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. It's been a little longer, but yeah. Okay. Three at least. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, and uh, at full strength, just like we recommend. Uh, but I would recommend, especially if you've got, you got a beautiful picture of the, the trumpet creeper, 
and uh, I don't know if that's the one. The one we sell is not the wild one or the native one, but uh, Madame Galen. Madame Galen, is that right? Yeah, Madame the red one. But I've seen it in the top of large trees. I mean, it it wants to grow, and, and you can't control it by cutting it back. You just make it mad. Well, I told you when I had my peach orchard, I had it. Yeah, along the fence line. Basically 40 acres. <laughs> and it went from one corner all the way back through to the, the next corner. And just beyond into the next property. <laughs> yeah. When you're driving to Tennessee from San Antonio, go through Arkansas, it's on a fence line. From Little Rock all the way into Memphis, mm. along the fence line. Trumpet creeper. Mm. And I was... I, the, Just one plant. The, the native one. Mm. <laughs> and I, I was, being the guy that I am, my wife would drive in, and I would be picking out selections along the road, because they're, they're seedlings, so every one of them is different. Oh, okay. Different color blooms and uh, different shaped vines and everything else. But that's the best way to get rid of them. And now is the time to do it. Don't don't let them defoliate, even though I put cut vine and stump killer on dormant plants in Tennessee, and it killed them. Huh. Seedlings. Yeah, tum- trumpet creeper is a, a challenge. Yeah. But it will translocate it uh, over into your neighbor's yard. Hmm. So you just put it, you apply it at where it comes into your yard. The, the divine, after you cut it, where it's into your yard. And there won't be a problem. They'll just think it died from the cold. Hmm. And if they call in... You, you, we'll tell you, them. you got good relations with your neighbors, do you? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Tell he doesn't that. remember what their names are because uh, uh, <laughs> they've switched so often. I, I know they've got a good good uh, set of teeth. Remember that they were growling at me. Oh, I bet. I remember <laughs> the opinions of the hosts, uh, like Dr. Jerry Parsons, are purely his own. <laughs> and are very effective. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you if you have complaints or your neighbors complain, you can give them directly to Jerry. They won't complain. Well, they won't know what happened. I don't know. Maybe they listen to the show, too. <laughs> I'm in. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I see. Okay. I'm in tonight. What else you got? Uh, Okay. He's got another question. Well, great. Uh, And I always have trouble with people on this. Said, question is, we thought we thought our Meyer lemon tree had died, but it has produced a strong leafy sprout uh, that is now about five feet tall. It has great sentimental value because it was planted in memory of a family member. Mm-hmm. How many years will it be before we know if it will bear fruit? Oh, geez. Now, why do you plant a lemon tree in this part of Texas on a, for a loved one to memorialize well, maybe, maybe a the loved lo- one? Maybe the loved one planted it. No. And that's what, okay. They planted it. Okay. For sentimental reasons. Well, there might have been a, a, a person that 
like mixed drinks a lot, and that's how they remember. Them. Or lemonade, just yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I guess lemonade. Yeah, I think you we can, think different. I now. think you can make lemonade out too out of those. <laughs> Don't they know it's going to freeze? Almost any citrus. Yeah. Is going to freeze. Listen, so listen this is the, an, avid, an advocate yeah. for uh, backyard citrus for years and years, yeah. and now he's uh, knowing that it's going to freeze. He's uh, yeah. retreating from that advocacy. He does that. He'll come back to Don't it. Don't put that on a grave. <laughs> Don't put a citrus tree on a grave. Unless you don't want to uh, memorialize somebody for over ten years, eight or ten years. So in, in your kind, gentle way, how did you respond? Or you, this wasn't no, you? No, this was Neil's. Well, how did Neil respond? He was probably oh, a little a kinder. Man. He said, if it's that vigorous, it shouldn't be too many, to two to three at the most, years. It sounds like it's on its way. See, he's already... Why didn't he tell this person? Fool! Man. <laughs> Don't be blind. No wonder Neil doesn't call us anymore. As a memorial. Okay. Okay. But they planted the right lemon tree because, you know, we found out. Our uh, Myers more resistance. That Myers has got Satsuma blood in it. And it's more hardy than any of the other lemons. Thank, thank God the people didn't like uh, limeade. Yeah, there's no... no. They're, they're, they're gone. Lime. Uh, after the freeze. Oh, they're not, hey, they're not gone through. I mean, they're <laughs> re-sprouted. Mine re-sprouted. Oh, okay. In a container. Yeah. On the patio. No, they're out in the backyard. In oh. Three, okay. And we have whiskey barrels. Uh now, the only of the citrus, the only one that's actually bearing fruit again this year is the Meyer lemon. Yeah. Uh, grapefruits are done for. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, satsumas are, are gone, too. Yeah. Mono. My backyard. So. All right. We've got to take a break. Okay. 210-308. We're going to give you one right now. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world and talk to us on 930 a.m. The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867. A reminder on a couple things: uh, uh, David will be here next Saturday from 10 to 11:30. David Rodriguez and he'll be doing a presentation for uh, no charge. Just have to make a reservation. Uh, his presentation is on uh, follows for planting. So uh, kind of on trees and different shrubs and stuff that you can plant in the fall. And, um, again, all they ask is that you call and make your reservation, and that number is 210 210- 
210-497-3760. They've got the maize and the hay here, so that's all fun for all the time. The little train runs uh, Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 2, uh, and it's uh, just for the kiddos, uh, so you can come on out and enjoy that. What, am I giving that to Calvin? No. Oh, okay. And on the I will, I will 16th. not be available. Okay, on the 16th, there is a, um, I'm trying to see who's doing this. Uh, I think it's maybe University of Health, University Health. Uh, mammogram uh, truck here at the nursery uh, in honor of breast cancer awareness from 9 to 2, October 16th. And you'll find that on uh, MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And you can find out about all the things that we talk about oftentimes at MillburgerNursery.com. Uh-oh, Trace, what's going on? You're smiling. Oh, dear. I just saw my employees getting into Halloween way too early. Uh-oh, no. Why? What are they you doing? You see the one wearing the big old, like, yeah. ten times the normal size head skull mask? No. So it was a huge head and a little body. Oh, I didn't see that. You saw that? Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> were they on the train? Or no, were no. He could, they wouldn't be able to drive it that way. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Yep. They, do, y'all do have fun for Halloween here. We try. <laughs> All right. Wasn't, uh, that, wasn't that Charles's favorite uh, holiday? It was my, my favorite holiday. Charles 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 pretty, yeah. pretty sure it's Charles's, too. I yeah. think so. Um, you, you know, I know why it would be Charles's because he's used to he grew up having to grow poinsettias for Christmas. Oh, so that makes you not like Christmas as uh. much. <laughs> uh, whereas he didn't grow pumpkins, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot funner to sell something or do something that you yeah didn't have to do uh, repetitively as a kid. People have no idea how much trouble. And heartache it is to grow a poinsettia and get it to get it right. Get it right, yeah. And uh, you can grow you can grow one and get it wrong, pretty easy. <laughs> well, yeah, if you miss Christmas or they're selling them now, right after Halloween, aren't they? It's, it's a very expensive uh, lettuce. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> but uh, but the, the our poinsettia growers are spectacular. Full size uh, firebush. Yeah, it looks good. Hey, we've got Tom on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Got a question about beets. Beets? Uh, beets. They beat them. Yeah, that's what I hear. Tom, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Um, hey, I had a question. I have planted beets three times in my garden this uh, fall, and they have yet to break ground. And so I was too damn hot. When did you plant? When did you plant them? Well, over the last month, probably. I planted them three separate times. Mighty hot. You think it's just the heat? Yeah, could be the heat. Where did you get the seed? It's a new pack of seeds. I don't even know where I got it. Some, I mean, (laughs) either a. Could have been a nursery, could have been a Lowe's or a HEB for all I know. But yeah, yeah. I was just, you know, and I had planted them, and I thought none broke the ground. And I thought, is there are there bugs that would have eaten birds? Maybe that might have eaten the seeds, and no. it just struck me as odd. Yeah, just because uh, it was, how 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 did you make a fur? Did you make a fur in the soil and then uh, plant the seed? Yeah, for the first couple of times, last couple of times, I just took a little stick and poked, you know, put down about a half an inch and put a seed in each hole and moved along and covered them up. And that's and too deep. Nothing. Really? 
Yeah. I was pretty sure I checked. Just make a small fur at the at the top of your beds, okay? And I'm talking about shallow, like try to plant them a quarter of an inch, or even better if you can't do that, uh, plant make your beds and uh, moisten the beds before you plant. Wait a day or two, and then uh, plant them kind of right on top of the soil, and you can press them down with a uh, with a hoe, you okay. know, the end of a hoe, so yep. they're just barely in the top of the soil. The uh, okay. the uh, do you grow beets? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, I haven't planted mine yet because of the heat, heat, so, the hot soil. Yeah, uh, so, so I'm, I'm thinking... Yours may still come up, some of them. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I do, I did, unless they're too deep planted, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would... I would uh, have you she got some seed left? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you, you, you notice we hadn't started talking about uh, Crawford lettuce seed. And I mean, I don't know. You, we talked about it with the astronaut guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, planting it and you distributing it. Only thing, let's see. So far, I've got turnips that have come up and radishes have come up. Yeah, but that's about, that's about it. I give it, a, I give it a couple of weeks and then try the beach again and and not go into the deep. <laughs> but but it's yeah you know we're getting close it's getting uh, it's uh, under seventy at night sometimes yeah right and it's not okay, a, hey, not, a, not a big hurry to uh, <laughs> to plant beets no, you, so you start looking forward to them is all and so I'm just trying to get a little hey, I'm with you on that I love those beets what are you looking for greens the are fruit, the are uh, the roots are the greens oh no oh. the beet itself I don't. I'm not a you green don't eat eater. Greens? No, I don't have. I don't even like beets at all. <laughs> uh, my wife makes it every Thanksgiving. I don't know why she knows I don't touch it. <laughs> no, well, they sell a beet of, extract now. They most sell of the beet people chips. I know don't eat them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, guys. I'll if you got you got any seed left, or uh, get some more seed, and don't plant them till uh, let's see what are we doing. We're October third or fourth. Yeah, October third. Don't plant them till the middle of this month. Okay. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Got it. And uh, moisten. Well, it's been raining a little bit, but if your soil is not moist, uh, moisten it. I mean, put a sprinkler on it for pre-irrigate, just like the regular farmers do. There you go. Uh, hey, stay in there. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> Trains and children. <laughs> Sometimes the children are my employees. Yeah. This time I'm child. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, do we finish up with Tom? Yeah, thank you very All much. Right. Good luck. Boy. Have you grown Crawford lettuce? He's gone. Oh. No. But on the Crawford lettuce note, have, yes. we, have we talked to NASA man to see if uh, no, if, I need seed. If our do idea have, was uh, do we have seed? Oh no, we need the red light and seed. Yeah, 
And somewhere in Jerry's fridge, there's a little Crawford lettuce seed just screaming. Let me out. Let me out. I'm ready to go. I, I, I want Crawford lettuce to invade the universe. <laughs> send it, You'll send be sorry. They might do it. They might do it. All right, so I we, still we, think it's a grand idea. They can, just eat, need, they can eat their oxygenating wall. Yeah. We just need seed. Yeah, and Jerry's shaking his head. Yeah, I you just need in, seed. I got them in my oh, in living the room. Okay. Already packaged up by uh, oh good okay Vancouver for, yeah. uh, for us or for NASA no, for, for, I want I want NASA to have some for us. So we'll uh, we'll get some to NASA Ooh, we'll look, to at get look at that giant swallow pumpkin tail. oh the swallowtail I don't know if you, squirrel I thought yeah, it was a kid he was talking uh, about. butterflies or Calvin squirrels <laughs> yeah butterflies and hummingbirds they, uh, and children were near the pumpkin <laughs> patch. Oh, well he was jumping on the train no I know but normally it's a so, child someday I can only hope. To be as uh, sophisticated as Neil Spear. Oh dear! But he got a question in this here. This is a man he considers to be a friend. <laughs> by the right. way, he says I hate to be his enemy. I know. He says, "How can I rid myself of ants? I've tried vinegar. Tell the uncles to go home first. And <laughs> uh, I've tried vinegar. I've tried hot water." And cornmeal. But they keep coming back. They answered it. Yeah. What can I do? Don't be organic. <laughs> now, you know what I would say to that. Fool. <laughs> exactly, Mel. Yeah. Uh-huh. But what does Neil say? Yeah, let's go with Neil's response. <laughs> says, I'm just not an advocate for those remedies. Oh, nicely put, Neil. If he was here, I'd slap him. I'd slap him. I've had way too many reports that sound just like yours. (laughs) Then he says, please go to a Texas master certified nursery professional and ask for help in choosing the best product. Why a master? I don't know. Stick with legally labeled insecticide. Okay. Well, unless you can find some illegally labeled. Hmm. Well, some of us still have. Yeah, illegal. Some, some things. <laughs> it's not illegal. It's just no longer on the market. There you go. Many, right. I like that answer. Many fine products will control ant populations effectively and efficiently. Uh, but to some degree, it will depend on the type of ants involved. But those stupid things that you've used Neil does in not the past, I not, promise he, Neil, is a waste of time. Yeah. What he does is he kind of sets it up. Let's let's see what Neil has to say. <laughs> and then he <laughs> embellishes it under Neil's... Uh, paraphrases his own, his own words. Yeah. There you go. But anyway, that was sweet, Neil. It was... Also, also he had a question. He says, I have a lovely pink hibiscus. That has, after five years, uh, uh, after five years, become unruly. Hmm. You ever heard of an unruly hibiscus? Uh, when can it be trimmed and reshaped? Now, I'm assuming <laughs> that he's not talking about uh, Chinese hibiscus. I'm uh, going to... I, it'd be dead I, as a hammer. Well, he never said it was in the ground. So my, my assumption is it is a Chinese hibiscus that's probably in a patio tree form or something like that. Because if you let those grow even just a little tad too much, they look unruly. 
Okay. I even like that word for that. So when do you think this person should cut it back? As needed. Do what? As needed. Oh, as needed. It's okay. It's in a pot, and it's a drop of hibiscus. If I'm wrong, then, okay. then it'd be a different answer. <laughs> See, that's the neat thing. That's why I say we, we like those plants that uh, die back to the ground every year, like uh, perennial hibiscus. Then you cut them off at the ground, and they re-sprout the next spring. They have a clean bush next spring and things like that. Whereas if you're growing salvia, most people are salvia. This is coming from a man who invented an althea. <laughs> yeah. And it's a deciduous hibiscus, so it doesn't meet this criteria there. No. The, yeah, it grows in Tennessee, won't freeze back. I think they've sold it all over the United States and all over the world. But uh, it's it's perennial. I mean, it doesn't very back, and it it uh, you prune it back like you do your fruit trees in the spring, if you want to prune it back. But so what uh, does Neil say? Let's see. Yeah. Let's see who, who's right. Who's Obviously, wrong. there you go. <laughs> it hasn't been exposed to any hard freezes, perhaps because you have it in a large pot that you can bring into protection when it's really cold. So he doesn't know whether it's in a pot or not. In any event, the best time to prune would be in February, as well as I said, with the fruit trees, before it begins spring growth. Try not to remove more than one-third of it at the tops. Extreme pruning produces strong vegetative regrowth at expense of flowers. So, I don't... I, don't, I never have cut uh, Blue, blue uh, Angel to the ground but it uh it the mother blue angel is uh six to eight feet tall uh, but uh we don't prune them perennial uh, altheas uh as much as we do regular hibiscus it is a hibiscus i, I, I hate to say it milton but it sounds yeah. like sounds like he, he agreed with me i know or i agreed with him whichever <laughs> way you want to uh, which, which which would make you feel better? Uh, he agreed with me. Okay. Then well, that's where we'll go. We've got about a minute left. Okay. Tracy. What is happening to these pittosporums? Well, now we just got a minute. You got enough time to do that? Oh, yeah. Okay. We've had them for years. Probably, and Neil answers, probably the uh, latent freeze damage from last February. Good, good idea. Others have experienced the same as you're seeing. Uh, this is not insect or disease related. Every time we have a 100-year freeze or 200-year freeze, it kills, especially the dwarf pittosporum. Hmm. This last uh, freeze got the big ones. All right. On that note, we got to say goodbye. So plant something else. All right. Goodbye. All right. So we will be back next week uh, for more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn about the upcoming seminar. I'm Milton Glick. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.